think about that hello everybody and welcome to film no you don't you don't start the episode on a hypothetical while i'm playing a game on my phone who hired you (laughs) you did that's right it's your show hi well we have to start like this because one day we're gonna do it at live we're gonna do it at live you want to try your fucking grammar again no we're gonna fuck it at live no we're We're gonna do it at live it's called making public porn and i'm not into that we're gonna do it at I life. like my porn like I like my coffee. Private and no one else gets to see it. <laughs> what? Well, welcome to Film Nerds what? Hour. What? I'm I'm your host. <laughs> I'm your host. Nathaniel Shoemaker and with me as always. No sweeto and yeah, there it is. This is a very we we want to do something different this time. We already achieved that. We're done. Thanks. Like and subscribe. <laughs> God, I'm fucking talented. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> We're still recording. I know we are. You know I know. That. I'm fully aware of the situational circumstances. <laughs> All right, well... We're back, and hopefully, <laughs> depending on the title of this video, we would have stayed on topic a bit more with Star Wars. No, we won't. But hopefully we it's won't. It's us. Have you met us? We ramble. Uh, I mean, it's hopefully... We're trying to keep it on topic, so... Uh, we don't, you know, and we're not even going to make we the don't, joke. You know. <laughs> we're not going to make the joke that we are the only, like, Star Wars we're type the, podcast in the world. We are the only Star Wars podcast in the whole universe. Yeah, in the whole galaxy. And anybody else who uh, has else. one, even before us, you know, they, they must not exist. They're, they're just, you know, weird parasitic beings that it's fed not off like our the, minds. It's not like the best part of Star Wars was the fact that everyone could love it, and it's a whole universal thing literally in the fucking name! Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we're gonna bring you a cheerful episode. <laughs> yeah, which... Uh, I'm in a place today, and I kinda like it. We we have a couple things. So I know I, 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 and I want to start off just right into it. Because sure. I know that you haven't seen The Clone Wars, which is something that we talked about. I have about. seen... Um, I have seen a lot of That's it. Right. I wouldn't say I've seen all of it and or remember. I hear their judgment already. I hear it already. Which you guys can't judge. I mean, I, I know a lot of people didn't give it a chance. I started watching it with my dad when it first came out. I remember because we were uh, in the townhouse at the time. Sure. Uh, me and my dad started watching a Cartoon Network. Um, the best part is, you know, because that's the thing, like, even one of the things that Brad Bird said about The Incredibles is that... Just because it's animated doesn't mean it's a kid's show or a kid's movie. Exactly. Um, for those of you, we eventually do want to do uh, the Bad Batch. Yeah. Not the Good Batch, but the Bad Batch. Yeah. So the we... Good Batch we ate because it was delicious cookies. Dear God. Alright, sure... that's my time, everybody. Good night. I'm sure, uh, depending on what we do and uh, how far we get... Uh, when, how far this video is down the release schedule that will either have the series would have either completed of the bad batch mm-hmm. or it'll uh technically be um technically it would have been what 
couple episodes in. Yeah. Because I think at, at this time, season seven is about to drop this week. Or, I mean, uh, episode seven, sorry. Season seven. That would be awesome. <laughs> season seven of The Bad Batch no. is going to drop soon. But I know, <laughs> I binged it. I think I'm on episode four. Or I left off at four. Or five. I think I left off on five. Okay. So I know that you haven't seen it yet. Great show. And can, can we also just say that Brad, Bradley, uh, or what is it? Brad Dora? Bradley Cooper? Uh, Bruce Springsteen. D. Bradley Baker. Okay. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was yeah. saying. D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> he, uh, I'm surprised he never got an award, which is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, some of these people, just because it's like, a, like for instance, like Logan, that should have been an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. At least a nod. At the very right. minimal. That's, that's further to me why I find the Oscars a joke. You can't find them completely a joke, though. They pick out some... They've been getting better by doing, like, a lot of, like, more wholesome films and a lot of international films, like Parasite being selected in 2019. But you, of course, know why you can't call it a complete joke. Well, yeah. Then say why. I'm trying to think if you're thinking of the same thing I am. I don't know. Maybe say what you're thinking of and we'll find out. Some of the best opening bits ever. That is a good reason, but not exactly what I was thinking of. Without the Oscars, we wouldn't have a freaking friendship. This is very true. Explain. Give them the... You know. Oh, yeah. So for those of us... I don't even know how many times we've said it, but I think we've it's, briefly it's, covered it. It's been a lot. Uh, <clears throat> but for those of you who are new, the, the way that we got introduced is uh, one day on day two of these uh, Oscar marathon... Um, Showcases. Yeah. AMC does this showcase... For, is it is it typically two days? Yeah, it's usually two days. So they did uh, two days worth of, of uh, showcasing for the Oscar-nominated films. You can either see one show on Saturday and one on Sunday, or do the 24-hour, which I have never been advantageous enough to do. Right. Because I'm a human being. <laughs> right. I mean, 12 hours, is a, it's a lot to go for, so... Exactly. But go on. Um... But yeah, we basically, he invited me to see that, and I think I met him while working at Walmart one time, and we talked a lot of movies. Well, so when I was working at Walmart, yeah, you were a customer. Yeah. So, uh, eventually he invited us to that, and then we were like, let's make a podcast, because we wanted to do something fun. We started the day out as acquaintances, and by the end of it, we were business partners. And he's the reason that I gave uh, international films a chance again. And for those of you You're that... welcome. Who, who wonder why we, we refer to international films as international rather than foreign. Um, it's more about a respect thing. Yeah. Foreign just seems like it seems, you're not giving it the credit it, it deserves. Seems, it, it, and it probably wasn't meant to be that initially, but it does sound like you're belittling the work. And we don't want to yeah. mirror that. So, it's a very... You. Yeah. You know, so we just want to refer to it as international because at the end of the day, they are all films. Just because mm-hmm. it's a different language, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. It doesn't take away the art of it or the you know the precedent of it all. I, at least I don't think so. No. Um, but yeah, that's that's how we met. So that is that is one yeah. true thing. Um, and then one night, Noah got a little drunk. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you wish. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> No, but uh, I'm I'm really surprised because D. Bradley Baker. I mean, every voice actor should have their hand in the ring, and I'm surprised they haven't had like a voice acting award show, like on MTV or something like that. Yeah, or I mean, on hell, Toonami or something. Ra- the Raspberry Award still exists, I believe. So I mean, come on. Who doesn't love a good raspberry? But 
Yeah, I mean, especially, like, taking into consideration, when you watch the Clone Wars, mm -hmm. they all look the same. It's mm -hmm. the fact that D. Bradley Baker... He makes them all individual. His voice. Yeah, it's so great, because he's doing his normal voice, mm -hmm. like, for clones. But, like, in Bad Batch, it especially shows that, like, Heavy's got more of a fun, meathead type of voice, and... You know, Hunter's got, like, a more serious, serious regular clone, like, mm -hmm. Rambo-type voice. Yeah. And then you've got, like, Cross, or Crosshairs, who's got, like, more of a sinister snake-like voice. since I was 11. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's amazing. And he switches between them. Seamlessly. It, yeah, it flows so well. And I have just so much respect for him. And I, and I don't think he gets enough credit. Same with a lot of other voice actors, don't get me wrong. Since we're focusing on Star Wars, I mean, his it, it's the seamlessness of it. Mm -hmm. It's just I agree. so good, and he deserves more recognition of it. And I love how he's credited as just the Bad Batch. Yeah, just, he and, is them. And it really, the fact that he pulls it off so well, and you feel the personality within the voices of all these other characters, and the fact of each clone, even during the series, like Rex and stuff. Yeah, and Cody. And... There's something about being said that, I can listen to an episode of, I can listen to an episode of one of the Clone Wars. And tell who's who. And tell who's who. Yeah, just by listening to the clip, not even watching it. Yeah. And I could tell. And there's just so much personality. So, I mean, you know, and the Clone Wars is also tackled so much. Mm-hmm. Which is why I definitely wanted to do, when I said, uh, I want to do another kind of like more generalized Star Wars episode. I really, really wanted to talk about like the Clone Wars because I think it's one of the most important. Yeah. I mean, during the time that this was made, we had... The Clone Wars or the recordings? No, the Clone Wars. Okay. As this was being made, further seasons tackled so much. And yeah. for those of you who don't like the prequels, okay... But <laughs> you have a you have a point. You have we'll a point give as it to you. as a general movie, and coming <laughs> in from the original trilogy, it is really a what the hell type of movie. So yeah. if you're your average moviegoer, I totally understand. Yeah, I am not one of those people who think hating Christensen is bad. I think no. a lot of you are just want something to hate on. Yeah, and you gave it to Hayden Christensen because the poor guy. Please tell me uh, for any of you two who are toxic, like was like Jake Lloyd and oh. was one of those bullies. Feel fucking ashamed of yourself. You're Please do. You're, you're garbage. You're not a per You're not great. You're not great. No. You, you should feel like a piece of garbage. You should. Yeah. Because that, that was terrible. Hating uh, Christensen's character, his portrayal of Anakin yeah. and Jake Jake Lloyd's was all a matter of how Lucas directed them. And you can't take that on the actor. That's no, terrible. No. Especially... I, and uh, Hayden Christensen's not that bad of an actor. Have you seen uh, Jumper? Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. Which seems more like it should be called Looper, too. Well, that's just because you hear the... Er. Well, it's the way the posters kind of look, too. The, the way they do they... look similar. Yeah. But I will say, he loves that movie, too. It's how he met his wife. Oh, Jumper? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. I know, right? Yeah, they own a farm together, too, so that kind of... That's look... adorable. I believe, if I'm thinking of the right thing. Yeah, he he's a great actor. Yeah. I don't care what you guys say. Plus, you get in the shoes of somebody... Who goes from basically just a... A guy. <laughs> well, an adolescent teenager who's left his mom on mm. a slavery planet, was yeah. forced to leave, and then on top of that, you know, 
He's being raised by a bunch of monks who say he can't. He basically can't have emotions. No fucking. Yeah. That yeah. Was... No fucking. No having emotions. No missing your mom. No crying. No that. Like you're a robot. Yeah. Exactly. And then be the most powerful of all of them and have them deny you the rank of master in your true mm-hmm. place in your training because they're scared of what you might become. Exactly. Like that is just imagine that. Plus, it's shitty. There's it's shitty. Three years of development. There's a three-year war. How do you jump from before war and after war? Tell me how you would portray that so well. So for any of you who can do it, I'd love to see a fan film from you. And then we can we can discuss that further. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for all of you who are just hating the hate, it, it just stop. Yeah, please. You're Because I know a couple of people like that, and it just drives me nuts. Yeah. But, um... I would say, though, that the Clone Wars, it tackled a lot. I mean, the, the Clone Wars tackled what? Uh, from what I can remember through all the seasons... Sexism, it, racism. Sexism, especially. Slavery. Racism. Identity. Finding your identity. I mean... I mean, there's identity, that, too. Li- there's literally ev- every clone um, is like, who am I? <laughs> yeah, and acceptance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's a lot. I mean... That is the best part of the clones, is that each of them have a personality, and it's dealing with... Because there's a couple... There's quite a few episodes in that where the clones constantly talk about how they want to be treated like individuals. Yeah, because they are. And while they realize that they are expendable, they get pissed off at the Jedi because they're like, we have names. Yeah. We We've are given people. each other names, yeah. Yeah, just we're be- not just numbers. Just because we're clones doesn't mean anything, and I like that a lot because it, it really makes you think. Because just because you're a clone, everybody has an individual identity. I mean, we don't all have the same story. I mean, even looking kind of like at the Force Unleashed, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna try and keep it expanded universe based. We'll make uh, tidbits here and alludes to uh disney's alternative universe alternative good good phrasing there (laughs) i mean i think if you guys heard the last episode you know that i don't like to refer to disney as canon um the expanded universe doesn't resemble really canon i mean i kind of look at star trek too and again Mm -hmm. there is the calvin timeline there's the prime timeline with like picard the next generation all those then there's discovery yeah there's the calvin timeline that has uh, all three of the J.J. Abrams, like, directed or produced movies mm-hmm. um, that take, like, a darker, more action-like turn. Yep. And then you also have the uh, non-canonical books, which I've been collecting and reading, which are really, really good. Um, but they also take place as an alternative universe. Um, you guys will figure out if you, like, look up the... the a lot of the ones that William Shatner wrote, too, like... Uh, if you guys want to take a look at one good one that I've heard is really good that kind of explores the early years of Captain Picard, check out Star Trek The Next Generation Reunion mm-hmm. uh, by Michael Jean, Michael Jan uh, Friedman, or Friedman. Um, that will probably be something, and it will probably come up more than likely on the wiki as Alpha Beta. Yeah. Um... And refer to it as non-canon. I think they've kind of just ruled it into non-canonical or alternative universe, I think is the official name for it. Um, what I've been seeing a lot, though, is that they consider it... They call it the Star Trek ex- expanded or expanded universe. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So that's really cool. There's the Star Trek EU and the Star Wars EU. Um, 
And then, kind of like what I said, guys, I just feel like, you know, calling something Legends or calling it... seems it, kind of disrespectful. It does. A little bit. Because, it, it, you know, it gives the foretell that, like, maybe it happened, but more than likely, probably not. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like... Because a lot of people always just ask me... I know you used to ask me, too, like, what what is your big deal with Legends? And I think yeah. last episode, we really... And I understand it ...addressed now. that. Yeah. It just seems really like you're just downplaying something. Like, it could or could yeah. not have happened, but... Even if it did, it has no relevance. And that may or may not be the intention, but that doesn't change the fact of how you feel about it. Right. Same thing with uh, the way, like, with calling films foreign versus international. It's just... Right. It's just, you know, it's wording. Some people are hurt by it, some people aren't, and it's your right to choose which. I just feel like, uh, you know... and, And especially to me, I feel like with, like, canon material, yeah, it doesn't really matter, because... Uh, one of the things we mentioned last episode, too, is, like, the god-awful amount of sequels that Friday the 13th spawned. Oh, yeah. And Nightmare on Elm Street had some I don't care what you say. Ones. Friday the 13th Part 7 is still great. You cannot deny the stunt work that the man did. It's fantastic. <laughs> that doesn't make the movie great. That just makes some of the choreography great. That's part of the movie, though. I mean, I feel like the overall movie was mediocre, but that is a conversation for another video definitely uh-huh. we're definitely gonna have to do that that'd be fun mm-hmm. but Could see be. we can agree they're either way they're both canon in my eyes more so than that god-awful 2009 remake that line line you cinema didn't like the t- hold, hold the fuck up you didn't like the 2009 friday the 13th what was there to take away from that except a lot of tacky modern day sex are you kidding me the visuals were there the, they the made, jason was awesome they yes exactly they made jason more than just a mindless stupid killer they made him resourceful he laid traps he distracted them tried to lure them he was more than just a walking dude with a machete he oh was i know smart. he was more like leatherface he was smart he was crafty he was intelligent i love that movie I love Jason. I didn't like the movie. The Just, characters were so fucking stupid and that's dull. That's every character in no, a slasher. No, 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 no. They're supposed to be like, killed. That's the purpose of them. At oh. least, okay, like, you know, you have your stereotypes, at least, with every one of those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even, like, all the, the dude rebels. drinks from a shoe. Like, like right. come on. Like, you get, you get, like, your, like, who's the class clown and stuff. Kind of like, you know, with all the... Background characters, like, in the Expanded Universe and both universes on Star Wars who were explained more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you have, like, Wedge, who really wasn't in there. Yeah. But you got the personality that he was a really good pilot. Yeah, because it it referenced it every time. (laughs) Yeah. And what? Who's the little guy that was with Lando during the Oh, yeah, the little, like, the guy who has, like, double lip. Yeah, he's, like, he was, like, super fun. That guy. Yeah, he was, like... This is insane, and it's great. So you took mm-hmm. the thing that he's like, I fear battle, but it's also like an adrenaline high for me. Yeah. I love it. I, See, it's just stuff like that. I felt like there was nothing in that movie. Yeah. I feel like, because I watched all the movies when I was a kid, I feel like the thing I remember most about like most Star Wars movies, and that's probably just based on my personality of comedy and all that stuff, is the weird and funny stuff. Like, like I'm not going to remember point verbatim some of the dialogue from you know a new hope i'm just not but i could probably tell you by the minute when the stormtrooper hits his head on the fucking door okay because it's hysterical every time <laughs> take a clink <laughs> especially because it's in the background and you yeah. don't notice it 
Or Lando when he first shows up and like before, right before he takes his mask, so you as the audience see, oh, it's Lando. He like hits his head on a wall and <laughs> oh, then yeah. stumbles and is like. And I'm like, way to play it off. Who was directing that day who wasn't like, yeah, let's try it again? <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably got sick of it, too. They were like, oh, frick. All right, just run it. Yeah, we're not doing this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also kind of want to explain to you guys, because we'll, we'll definitely get into a little bit of the expanded universe outside of the Clone Wars universe. Yeah. Um, I did, a while back at this thrift shop, get this... Basically near mint condition, except for this little chunk right here, as you can probably see with the annual that it's... Ah, that's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. But, for the most part, it's the Star Wars Encyclopedia back from... But it's the Del Rey. I think it's back from 2000... It's gotta be, like, 2010 or something, I think. That's cool. It's pretty... It's pretty big, but it's the... It's got, like, everything in it from the timeline. Uh, the... Oh, my God! I got this for, like, three bucks, too. Brand new... In the United States, it was forty nine ninety five. Wow! And seventy bucks in Canada. That's a steal. And getting it for thirty, because I mean these, and it's in really good condition, because it's by uh, Ballantine, but I also think it worked with Del Rey. Yeah, Bel Del Rey and Ballantine worked together on it. Mm. Um, which will kind of, I, I, I think, you know, you kind of know the difference between Del Rey and Ballantine, like the arrows, Refresh, right? Refresh, please. So, like, Del Rey, I think if you look at that Luke Skywalker one here, because uh, we, we actually got the books. That's kind of why I brought them out here, too. Um, and it's the same with the paperback. So, like, uh, when I first got the um, original, what would technically be before the Thrawn trilogy, if you want to consider it an Episode Seven novel, sure. uh, there is the uh, Star Wars The Truce at Bakura by Kathy uh, Attires. Is that, that looks right? Kathy uh, Tires? Right? Kathy Tires? Yeah. Tears? Right. Tears? Tears? I don't know. I don't know names. Kathy Tears. Um, watch watch our review on House. I don't know names, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we got the choose, which is the first for you. Um, yeah, I know. I'm usually really good at names. And maybe, I, maybe I'm just harsher on myself. I don't know. I might have gotten those names spot on. I just, you know, doubting myself on it is easier than, you know... Accepting the truth, yeah, the truth. <laughs> but uh, Star Wars: The Truce at Bakura was by Bantam Era, and I believe Bantam was the very first publishing company. I believe that Bantam was the first era to take over Star Wars novels. Okay, and they did a series of different novels, and I think um, they are the ones, and they still do it today. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to drive collectors nuts because yeah, Bantam Always. did. Till early 2000s, so I think from like the 80s to early 2000s, um, after post-Return of the Jedi, um, I think they did a lot of it, and I think Del Rey, Del Rey did a lot of the early stuff, because there was the, and I'm sure you've seen them in half price books, I don't know if you've ever read the Expanded Universe novels. Uh, not... Or like read some... I but, think, you know what, I think maybe back in the day my brother might have gotten some audio, like, cassettes somewhere, but those okay. are probably with him. Cause Cause I was gonna beyond that, I'm like, I'm not sure. Yeah, because I was going to say, there is the Han Solo Adventures by yeah. Brian Daly before the A.C. Crispin mm -hmm. novels, which A.C. Crispin also did some of the non-canical uh, Star Trek... Uh, Star Trek EU novels as oh, well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, this is by 
this is by him and i think he worked with a lot of authors so it's it's really kind of cool to see how like these authors collaborated but there's a lot of kind of fuck you behavior sure to the way the characters are being developed welcome to the world of writing so (laughs) um i'm gonna look it up here but i believe del rey was the very first to get their hands on the star wars novels okay and then bantam era came around and then del rey and ballantyne came together and did it so like if you get like the star wars shadows of the empire in hardcover or paperback hold on to those (laughs) yeah hold on to it for one uh get and then you kind of look at the truce epicura um those fit side by side and you can kind of usually tell because they have these stripes from Mm -hmm. the sw of star wars on them um minus minus the j (laughs) i miss it so sw Oh, there you go. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw a long lob for you to miss on that one. No, <laughs> thank God it's nice to juggle you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, if you put those side by side with like, and I thought this was see, and I'm glad I saw this because I thought it was just like because it came from the UK, right? Um, oh my God, I'm gonna be weird for a second and say when I first <laughs> got because I, I got most of my. Star Wars Expanded Universe novels, I have almost all of them on mm-hmm. paperback. Yeah. And I have almost the entire collection. Um, when I first got Luke Skywalker's Shadows of Mindor and the Shadows of Mindor by Matthew Stover, I was so excited because it was mm-hmm. like the next... It would have been like the episode eight because it takes place after the Chus Epicura, which takes place immediately after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like literally as soon as they leave Endor. Yep. It's like, so well, great. here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um that one was bigger than the truce to be cure. It was bigger than all my other novels. As you could probably guess, that really severely pissed me off. As it would. Because it looks weird. It's like for those of you who are movie collectors like me, and you've seen it, for a lot of movie collectors, you don't like, to, especially with like the CW series. I'm just saying that because I looked at them because I've had that. Yeah. Where you buy like the Flash seasons one, two, and then well, that's you get not, three on Blu-ray. Right. Well, that's not movie collecting. That's just. Well, I mean, just like disc and DVD and Blu-ray disc collecting. DVD. I mean, it really looks weird to have your TV series as like DVD, DVD, Blu-ray case, Blu-ray case, DVD, 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 yeah. Blu-ray case, DVD. So it's kind of like if you got, like, the Star Wars movies and you had, like, all VHS, three... VHS, DVD, Laserdisc. Like, yeah. yeah, it's really weird. I mean, I, I never... And maybe it's just a you thing. You can acknowledge that that's a possibility. Yeah, so for some people, they don't care. Yeah. Um, I definitely am one of those people because I just but... don't think it looks right to have, like, episode seven, or, I mean, like, episode, you know, one to three mm-hmm. uh, in there, and then all of a sudden you have... A New Hope on Blu-ray, and then, or I mean on DVD, and then Empire Strikes Back on Blu-ray, and then right. Return of the Jedi on DVD again, then the rest on Blu-ray. It just looks weird. It does. Um, so when it, when it comes to book collecting, that's how I feel as well. It's just very offsetting, and it really irritates you. Um, pocket books. I have pocket books. I like them. Um, they're great. The hardcovers are great. Um, however, if you do what I do and you bought like the Picard novels and all the in-universe prime canon timeline novels that they're mm-hmm. doing because they're trying to cater them more as official to their universes and stay true. Right. Um, 
they are, if you put those next to the new books that are by Titans books, they're much taller. Okay. So every publishing company has a set uh, hardcover and paperback ratio size. Right. Uh, same with, uh, like, for anybody who, like, I recently picked up the Star Wars The High Republic Light of the Jedi novel, which I'm excited to crack open because I've heard nothing but good things about it. And for those of you who probably have figured out by now, I'm not the biggest fan of what Disney has done, um, especially no. in our early episodes, really? if you've listened to it. Um, do you think they you also see... know I'm white? <laughs> do you think they know that I'm black? That's the real question. Yes, because we've addressed it enough that if they haven't, they're clearly not paying attention. Unless they're new. Yes. This might be the first episode. And hey, maybe they'll see that, uh, Maybe perhaps they will see it, because I'm sure that's one of the features of us that will be highlighted on, at this point, while we're recording it, our new cover. Icon, yes. Hopefully shout be out done to, by then. you probably have heard her voice on here already, shout probably, out to Angela. You know, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be on here by the time. By the time this comes out? Yeah. Well, still, shout, but if it does, shout out to Angela. Shout out to Angela. Wonderful game. Lovely, la- uh, lovely lass. Lovely by now, lass. you probably also have probably heard our our um, <clears throat> new theme from Braden Reiki. Yes, which you might have heard of him in the Scott Pilgrim review that he was on yes, for us. And, uh, and then <laughs> Max, Max Reload. And the Nether Blastery. We're going to try and get him to do and Max Cloud with us eventually. At some point, sure. But And then... We also did a general discussion, just kind of shooting the crap. Yeah, which, which uh, as we speak today, at some point. we'll go. That one's a bit more heavy. We get into a lot of political things, so I'm going to put a warning in front of it, just so when you guys listen and, to it. So and it's know. a thing, I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but I feel comfortable speaking for myself. It's a thing where if we put it up and it immediately gets hit with a no ads, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> yeah, it really was just kind of a kick loose back for us because I feel like we everybody needs that. I think we, yeah. we felt that everybody needs that. I swear to have we those. never hang out with people. We never just hang out yeah. with people. It's always like business, 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 business. business yeah. So business, business, business. It was kind of business, business. <laughs> no dipping pens in the company ink, as you would say. That's what I told you about something, but we won't bring that up again. <laughs> but um, no. Um, so every book thing as a format so i'm very excited to get into like the light of the jedi and the high republic there's a quite a few good story arcs from um love the high republic you mean the death sticks yeah for the high republic i want to go home and rethink my life <laughs> <laughs> still my favorite line Quote so. from attack the clones for those of you who don't yes. know. and um, if you don't know what are you doing here <laughs> watch the movies right. and then come go, back. go watch the movies get out of here God, let's go i think we're only get like out. a half hour in probably Freaking leave yeah we're we're literally a half hour in yeah go <laughs> so get out of here get the your hell you doing go away you freak yeah. all right but um so uh i went a little far i'm sorry <laughs> freaks freaks nerds of nature you're a freak all right <laughs> we're all freaks here um just what kind um but mm. no basically uh Every book format's different. I'm excited to get in the High Republic, but if you look at, uh, if you guys look it up or go to your local Target or Barnes and Noble mm-hmm. or Walmart, you might find the High Republic era there. Um, if you take a look at like the kids section, I know especially at Target, those novels that are all interconnected, yeah, because they're kids novels, they're smaller, yep, and they're only a fraction of the size. Like if you put a TV, or I mean, I want you guys to put a DVD. If you guys have like the Light of the Jedi, if you and you don't have any of their books, take a DVD case. And put it on the front of that. Mm-hmm. That's about the size of those novels. Right. So it looks super tacky on your shelves. 
and I, I just hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I think it's just really tacky. And, and again, that's a personal opinion of yours. Yeah. But, you know. I just feel like do. it looks better. You're not going to have a box set that has, like, five of the DVDs sunk into it and the rest protru- protruding out. Right. Uh, I, I, can I just say I hate that word? What? Protruding. It's, it really makes... I will try to... I will try to uh, avoid using that. It was, was trigger word. It was protruding out of the sphincter. You guys have to go in the comments and put a bunch of protruding now. Well, well I can read Spectre it. protruding! Expect your protruding. <laughs> Expect her to be protruding. Now you just took her with My new <laughs> SNL sketch based on Harry Potter. Alright. That just sounds like a bad porno. Yeah. Expect her <laughs> protruding. <laughs> Cause, cause, you remember when you started this and you were like, "We're gonna stay on topic." Hey, we're still we're still close to Star Wars. We haven't strayed that far, so. Spectre um. Protrude. I am. It has been a long time since I've made myself laugh that hard with something stupid that I have said. Thank um, you for that. Yes. Um. But yeah. I'm, um. For a lot of those books are just different sizes, so it can kind of be weird. But yeah. Um, wow, I forgot where we were. You were talking about book sizes because children novels are smaller. Oh yes, the Del Rey era. So, there you go. Um, they're all different sizes, and they all have like a different custom theme and interaction between the authors. It's cool. Um, and I'm going to look up the Star Wars publisher timeline here. Uh, book publisher timeline. Expanded universe. Um, because, yeah, I think... Okay, so we have the classic novels from 1976 to uh, 1983, and this comes from the StarWarsBooks.co.uk timeline of novel publishing. Mm-hmm. Just want to give credit to them. Sure. Um, and classic Star Wars, I believe, because I believe S- S- Splinter of the Mind's Eye was the first, and that is the first novel that actually gets... We get to finally... See Leia face off against Vader, to, like momentarily. Yeah, she actually takes Luke's lightsaber and battles him awesome. to save his life. It's great. Um, one of the things that'll probably annoy the most of you, uh, Luke gets knocked out quite a, a bit in the expanded universe. He is it, a lightweight as shit. It, it reminds me a lot of like Dragon Ball Z in a sense because like. As you, as any of you anime nerd fans out there, especially of that show, know, pretty much this, the plot of every arc of that show is there's a new villain, they're stronger than Goku, Goku gets the crappy out of him, he has to train to get stronger, then he beats him. That's pretty much, that's pretty much that show in a nutshell, but I still love it. Um, right. So it kind of reminds me of that in a sense of like, oh, you know... Even though Luke's has has had all this training from Yoda and Obi Wan, and he's a very strong Jedi now, he's still not near the strongest in the galaxy, you know. And I like that because let's face it, if he was the strongest in the galaxy, that'd be boring. Which he does get confirmed, but it's not like something like he's like a god status. Right, he's not Super Saiyan God yet. He's just Super Saiyan One. He could beat Frieza, but not Cell. Right. <laughs> I'll pretend like I know what he's talking about. Exactly. Not even gonna lie there. No, yeah, you're good. Um, I'll make you watch that show. I got the I got the DVDs I mean, of Dragon Ball. Cut. And I think, Ooh. and I think, like you know, because that's one of the most disappointing things. That's why I don't like the uh, the 
the the Last Jedi, which I won't use its name that I give it, out of respect for everybody else. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Maybe one day you guys will get it out of me. Um, but it's not all we're getting out of you. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah, you started it. It's your fault. Um, but you know, um, that's one of the most disappointing things, and I agree with a lot of people. They really did Luke dirty. I mean, he's supposed to be the son of the chosen one, and there's arguably a debate that he's the chosen one regardless of what lucas has said mm-hmm. and for those of you who also know you know that it doesn't matter what george lucas says because this is the same man respect for him but this is the same man who has given like five re-releases added unnecessary cgi mm-hmm. to all of them and if you guys go to a new hope like on the remastered and specialized editions yeah there's that scene with Han and Greedo in the bar. Yeah. I think <laughs> and I know there's the debate of if Han shot first and yeah. the whole BS of people being like, well, Illegal. that's not good for kids because Han's a murderer. He's a smuggler. Yeah, and also he was getting a gun pointed at him. That's exactly. self-defense at that point. And Greedo made it clear he was going to take his head to Jabba, which uh, is a death threat with a gun aimed at his head. Exactamundo, um, brother man. But in order to avoid that and deal with that BS, it looks tacky as hell and you can't unsee it. It's awesome, though. Um, Greedo <laughs> in that scene, so there's a brief second, they add it like a still image. Greedo shoots the blaster and they digitally move Han's head over so his neck you, is that stretched. I can't that I can't unsee. Yeah. So Han's neck does like a It's like Reep. if you scooted your shoulders, but your whole neck, and it does like this S shape. Yeah. And the blaster bolt hits behind him and then he shoots Greedo. Oh my god, you guys need to look it up. Just look up uh uh Han Solo Greedo head head move or head movement. Head movement. Or edited version of uh Han and Greedo scene. Mm-hmm. It's so tacky, it looks so bad, so unnatural. I love it so much. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So if you ever want to see Harrison Ford doing uh, something close to a horror film, yeah. that's it. Um, But yeah, uh, Lucas never considered the Expanded Universe to be canon whatsoever. Um, for a lot of you who do know, he basically told Fox, Fox basically said, well, we will produce... Star Wars, if you um, give us all the movie royalty rights. <laughs> how, how much do you want to bet that so there probably know. was somebody in there yeah. who was like that? And Lucas... They were like, get, get Gary out of here. He's making too much of a yeah. mistake. And Lucas was like, okay. And they were like, <laughs> alright. And they were like, we're going to have to do an anime of this. One day we're going to have to pay animators to do this because it's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. And then Lucas was like, alright. And Fox was like, wait a minute. Shit. He said yes? Wow. Okay. We were born. Man, we we're, we're going to have so much money. This is going to be great. Jesus. Yeah. It's going to be so great. And then... I can build my space laser. And I then, mean, pool. <laughs> nice then, big pool for the chitlins to swim in. And then, the day of Star Wars comes out. And soon before that and after that comes marketing. Marketing. So toy sales start to flood in. So here's why George Lucas is so rich. Yeah. (laughs) He knew that what he had made was going to sell so many damn toys like Star Trek did with merchandising. Mm -hmm. Fox was very stupid to not take that. Congratulations, George Lucas. Good job, George. You'll probably never listen to this. You got a ranch. 
Bravo to you, man. We have so much respect for you. You screwed over the big company. You didn't screw over the mouse, but hey. Yeah. Hey, I wanted. I do want to say though to you, uh, but yeah, good job. Yeah. But I want to say, uh, mad, mad respect for you in uh, Revenge of the Sith for putting your son Jet in the movie. That was a really cool yeah. thing. I mean, I have a lot of respect just as a as a film student and at the time filmmaker. I made like two. Yeah, two short films. No, you don't want to brag. No, you know. they're not that good in my opinion. People say That's they're because, good. That's because okay, that good. listen, they are good. The reason, in your opinion, they're not good, or not that good, rather, is because you know who, and this is a general rule of thumb for everybody. You know who is the most critical of your work? Yourself. Yep. I still don't think they're that good. I think I could have done it a I lot better. I think the same thing about my writing. And, and people would... look at my writing from like five years ago and they're like, this is great. You never did anything with this? And I'm like, shut up. But yeah. Which I really, <laughs> yeah, I really want to figure figure that out. But yeah. I want to figure that out, yeah. I want to figure out to do another film. I'd love to do a Star Wars film for you guys too. It's just a matter of budgeting, but I'd love to do something like that. I'd love it's to do another film. It's a matter of budgeting. It's, it's, it's one of those things gonna... where we need to acknowledge that it's going to be like... It might be a, a little bit. Well, it's going to be a little bit while, of course. But A, it's going to be independently financed, of course. And B, the other thing is, like, we need to, like, not only ind- independently finance the movie, but the payment for everyone involved. Because we know, well, no matter what we put it on there, we're not getting any money from that shit. Well, yeah. And, well, we also know that even people who do it for free, it's still a lot of getting people together to do it and making sure that, exactly. you know, it's a, any other post stuff that we, that we did. So it is a whole... It's a process, not a It's a, a tedious process. It's a fun process and it has a final thing, but, but it's But a process, about, nonetheless. Yeah, it's all about getting people to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, something I definitely want to do for you guys, but respect for George Lucas for going out and making his vision. R-E-S-P. Except for Jar Jar Binks, you still, same thing, those who bullied the voice actor, you're a piece of trash. I do not, I have no respect for you if you have bullied, if you are a Star Wars fan and you bullied, and here's the list. Hayden Christensen. Jake 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 Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, for for a lot of you guys, we sent the last episode. If you were one of those people, I get it. Okay, I get it. Rose was a badly written character on purpose. It's not her fault. It's Ryan Johnson's for honestly, if I'm being honest, for being a dick and purposely doing that. Yeah, and then the guy who played Jar Jar. Yeah, and again, he's doing better now. I'm happy for him. And I will still always say every time we do these. There is no excuse for racism or death threats. Nope. And I think that's all we have to no say. Excuse. So if you are one of those people in those types of fans... I usually don't like making blanket statements like that because they usually come back historically to bite people in the ass. But in this no. case, I'll make it. Yeah, I... um, If you guys are a part of that community, please don't associate with me. Please click off. Yeah, because it's not, not Leave okay. Leave a dislike, won't ya? Yeah. yeah. Not okay. Not mm-hmm. okay. Um, Not whatsoever. But, you know, even somebody who doesn't like... Rose or really Jar Jar. I mean, I like what they did with him in the Clone Wars. I think Dave Filoni really... Clearly Dave Filoni really liked it, yes. Yeah, he really rewrote him. Mm-hmm. I think, But the thing with Jar Jar is that he was racist. Yeah. He was basically just a joke of a Jamaican person. He really was. And it just was really offensively racist. And well, and he was my dad kind pointed of like, that out too. People pointed out like he's kind of making fun of Native Americans as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was... You know, like I like Fringe. how they, I like how they made the Gungans more Native Americans. Yeah, because they the way that Lucas wrote the rest of them was actually pretty. I think okay. I think it was pretty civil for what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And let us know if you guys disagree. I'm not saying at all that there's not the possibility that it could have been portrayed badly. 
let us know what you think. But don't ever hold us to, you know, I'm just saying from my point of view. Yeah. If you guys disagree, please leave it in the comments. Yeah, I'm not going to beat you out for that. Don't hold us to any, like, high no, no, standards because no. at the end of the day, we are human beings. We are human beings and we're not gods. And um, I was going to say YouTuber, we're but men. we're not going to strike people for that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So really what I was trying to say is welfare is an issue with people not caring about it. We are not political on this show. <laughs> we'll just cut that out. Just, just, just go to go to Alex Jones' podcast. I just gave you, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sick of them putting chemicals in the water and making the frogs gay. That man is clearly not a lunatic. <laughs> I just see two frogs... Shooting their tongue out like Jar Jar Binks. But no, they shoot their tongues out over a branch and they get them tangled together and like fly up at the end. They're like, ooh, I like that other frog. Yeah. <laughs> the frogs are gay! Exactly. God, it's just hilarious. Um, no, um... So yeah, a lot of respect for Lucas doing that. <laughs> you gonna be okay there? <laughs> just burped. I wanted to make it fast and quick. I didn't realize that that would also result in it sounding freaking strange. <laughs> Now we're going to have to put that in the Lake of Death sound. I hope you know that. Sorry. It's going to be like... Bleh! Well, um, you know this. I make weird noises, okay? Have you heard me sneeze? Yes. Mm-hmm. You've had the pleasure? It's... I would call it the opposite. Of that. A displeasure? <laughs> sure. Well, screw you, then. It's been an experience. It's we'll, my we'll sneezing. Put we'll put it... We'll put it... It's been an experience. We'll put that on a bumper sticker. But, um... No, um... The Clone Wars did a lot, and I do respect George Lucas for... for doing what he did so well with it and just kind of going out there. And I agree with Dave Filoni. I mean, without the prequels as they were, we would have never ever gotten uh, we would have never gotten the Clone Wars. And we probably would have never gotten the New Republic. Mm -hmm. Or I mean the Old Republic, sorry. We would have never um, gotten a, we probably would have never gotten uh, Force Unleashed, I would even reckon. Yeah. Which I don't Break know it. if Lucas considered that canon or not. I don't think he really considered the Old Republic canon. Um, we'll discuss a little bit about that towards the end here. Um, but I did want to go back to that publication timeline of... Because there was a lot of Clone Wars that. novels, too, by Karen Travis, I believe her na name was. Uh, she did, like, four or five novels. And there's quite a few Star Wars uh, EU novels uh, that focus on the Clone Wars. And they were very well written. One of them being Barriss Offee, which do yeah. you know... What happened? With I do, her? I do. Uh, spoiler for the show for Clone Wars, obviously. But um, doesn't she get evil and bomb a place and frame Ahsoka? Yeah, she yeah. in a very brutal way. Which because uh, her her master died, right? No, her master didn't die. Uh, -uh. Luminara didn't die until Order sixty six. Oh, that's in both, right. In both universes. No, what ended up happening is her and Ahsoka and. Quickly diving into the Clone Wars, here's why the Clone Wars worked, and we again will come back to it. The reason the Clone Wars worked so well is uh, for those of you who love arcs, and it's what mm -hmm. anime has done. Yeah. Is sagas, sometimes they are referred to. Instead of doing a saga, they did... Or a season. Instead of doing a season. Well, yeah. Instead of doing like a season or saga arc, mm -hmm. what they did each season, um, except for the last one really, was or uh, uh, at least pre-Disney for season six, right. is they did arcs, four-episode mm -hmm. arcs of each story that was driven. And I like that, because if you, you know, you, you, 
if you're watching it like on a streaming service or you have the home releases, then it kind of makes it seem like you're watching like just a short hour and a half animated movie. Right. And it's really nice. That was the awesome part about these. The uh it it was so great. Um Really to see, and... and it really got you engaged. So that's kind of why I was saying that I would like to do if we do Bad Batch, if we get this out uh, by the time that we want to in the other episode, I would really like to <clears throat> kind of do like the episodes because I believe there's going to be 16 episodes in the Bad Batch. Okay, I think it was confirmed by the showrunner from sources. Um, from sources, way to be vague. <laughs> I don't remember exactly who. That's why I don't want to say who and say the wrong name. Oh god, I've just, I've, I'm sorry. I've just been stressed with sources, like the phrase sources, because every time, you'll, you guys will know it definitely when we were filming this, based on this statement I'm about to make. But every time I read an article trying to get a hint or a little glisten of hope of when they're releasing the freaking No Way Home trailer, I hear various sources tossed around all the time. And I I get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't know what the frick we're talking about anymore. (laughs) Right. Sorry. But I need that trailer released because I need... I know it in my heart and I know it in my mind, but I need visual confirmation that they're both in it. That's why they're doing it, and I would be really pissed if they Teasing don't. bastards. Well, if I, I get, also... If I see a news article tomorrow saying, the date of release has been pushed back, I'm like, <sighs> I mean, I, I'm going to be really pissed <laughs> off if they choose to also kind of do the BS thing of saying we're not going to show hardly anything to make people wait. Why? <sighs> what is the freaking purpose? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing, because they think it's going to be some big release to make people... I'm like, they keep no, hyping and hyping and hyping, you're but doing... then we're just going to get pissed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm. all you're doing is pissing people off. At a point, yeah. Like, I like hyping things up does work, don't get me wrong. But there's, but a, there's, point a, of, there's a point of uh, diminishing return quality. Right. Um, I think that's what happened with a lot of the Star Wars stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, so I mean, like, here we go. Yeah, a lot of those novels of, or like, uh, what was I saying before? Oh, with the Clone Wars thing with Barriss Before Barisofi. I went on my psycho rant. Yeah, yeah uh, Barriss <laughs> yes. and Ahsoka, they were trapped during, because there was a battle at Geonosis during oh, yeah, the Clone Wars where A couple the, different wars fought. Ge- Geonosis was uh, where the clones first appeared when the, the gladiatorial arena and attacked the clones. Which I think both canons both both universes, mm-hmm. um, both expand universe and alternative. Mm-hmm. They <sighs> I need you to scale because we'll probably talk about the Jedi a little bit too, which will not be super super long in this. But you need me to what? Two hundred Jedi went into that arena. How many came out? I believe it was thirty. Sweet Jesus, that sucks. Two hundred. And actually, we will address the Jedi because that's why Barriss Offee, that's why it's one of my favorite arcs. Right away, after the Coliseum collapsed mm-hmm. that they were fighting in during the Clone Wars, not in Episode 2. Right. Um, uh, Barriss Offee, Barriss and Ahsoka were trapped. Anakin. They were, they were very young at the time. In, yes, they were like both 15. Anakin basically screamed in Luminara's face that his paddle one was still alive. And she's like, no, they're not alive. You need to let it go. And Anakin's like, I know my paddle one and I feel her. Just because you don't, you're basically giving up. So you're okay with leaving this planet 
and letting your student die mm-hmm. if she's still alive under there. And she's like, if that is the will of the Force. And I'm like, I'm sorry, If that no. is the will, sorry, no. And, you know... You gotta try, and once you find a body, then you're good. There is a way to say it. Like, th- it's simple. Like, when I, if you want to buy something at store, because I do it all the time, mm-hmm. if it's like, if it's a will of fate for me to have it, it'll still be there. Sure. I do that every day When it comes life. to people's lives... I hate it when people are like, well, if it's the will of life or the will of this, I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't get to pull that. No. That is something that you say when you're being lazy. Yeah. When you don't want to deal with the possible consequences that come with it. And not even necessarily lazy so much as like maybe just a fear of what the consequences could be. And fear of the results. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is just not a way to live, guys. No, it's still just as bad. Like, really? You know, be courageous. I mean, all with that, the, you know, Tumblr bullshit. With, uh, the, <laughs> with, with the Jedi, though, that was a sign of arrogance. Yeah. It was so they were being lazy. Because I'm like, how do you just say that? Well, if it's the will of the Force. Yeah, no, you're using the Force to your own personal advantage there because you don't want to put in the work or the effort or the you don't risk of deal, You don't want to deal with the personal consequences or the idea that you might have failed in some capacity. Exactly. And that's irresponsible not only to you but to your student. Especially when you basically failed your student then and then another teacher or master comes along and says Hey. Hey. Um, what are you doing? They failed you but I won't. Yeah. Or they basically say, yeah, I believed in you all along and how do you explain to someone's master who's basically like their parent? Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, they gave up on you. Because mm-hmm. that hurts more than anything when a parent does that. Exactly. So, or like any guardian or anybody you look up to, really. That's um true. So, after being trapped on there, Ahsoka and them escape and they get help. Beresafi is clearly pissed about that. Yeah, um, as you should. And then there's the arc of the hive mind, mm-hmm. in which that is something I really like about Part of the use on Vong War, I like the idea of like the Dark Nest trilogy about the Hive Wars and stuff like that. But Geonosis, basically what they had is they had this uh, worm, native worm. That oh, would... yeah. I do remember. I didn't. Yeah. I never saw it, but I remember hearing about this. Wasn't it kind of like zombie almost? Yep. It would crawl into the ear of the mines, infect its host, and cause them to basically be parasitic and grab any other victim within the vicinity that hadn't already been affected with a mind worm and forcibly hold them down and place a worm either in via their nose or their ear. Awesome. And it would infect their brain. Um, in which Luminara got her due. I loved it because Anakin and Obi-Wan, when they went to go into the hive, when they heard that Ahsoka and them were still alive, if I'm remembering right, mm-hmm. they, uh, basically said they were waiting for Luminar after she got captured and the queen had her minions, the Geonosian minions, come up and put a worm towards her nose and were letting it crawl up her face and about to crawl in. And uh, Anakin's like, uh, I second. think we should help her. And Obi-Wan was like, no. I, and then he, one of the, my favorite lines, Arnold Taylor is, or is, is great as Obi-Wan. Um, but he goes, he goes to Anakin, he goes, now, I'm just curious. What do you think it's going to go in? The mouth or the ear? Or, I mean, through the nose or the ear? Mm-hmm. And then Anakin sighs after trying to convince him, like, okay, this is bad. He goes, I, like I that. say the ear. <laughs> See, I love that, though. Because it shows that even in his um, absurdly pissed at her state, he was still like, no, we're not monsters. Like, <laughs> Right. 
And I think Obi-Wan was doing that as a lesson, too. Like, I really want to say... I don't think it was just for comedic purposes. I think that was him saying, basically, cut your shit. Yeah. Just because you don't think something doesn't mean, happen, doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Yeah. And Do or do not. There is no try, Noah. That's very true. I hit you with a Star Wars quote. From Yoda. Bitch! Um, <laughs> sorry. In I'm just in a weird mood today. They do kill the worm before it can infect... Uh, Luminara, and they proceed to basically uh, try and find the Padawans who basically Barriss and Ahsoka end up on a clone ship that gets infected. They learn that the only way to uninfect people is to um, freeze. It has to be below freezing temperature. Mm -hmm. Basically almost. For them to crawl out of their host because it gets too cold with their body heat. Yeah. And then they die. Uh, into which Beresafi started killing like clones and stuff like that. Ahsoka was the only one who wasn't affected, and she basically begged Ahsoka to kill her when she was uh, conscious enough beforehand. Yeah, and of course she didn't. To get her sandy. And of course, yeah, Ahsoka was like, no, you're my friend. Um, so she figured out a way uh, before they reached their spaceport and would affect the entire Republic, basically. Yeah. Um, so that was good. But after that, Beresafi really hated the Jedi. She and everybody. she framed Ventress for the uh, bombing on the Jedi Temple in later seasons, um, took her lightsabers, beat her up, then proceeded to fight Ahsoka, and then have Ahsoka be blamed and frame her as the inside job Jedi mm -hmm. who blew up the temple. And to kind of give you an idea of why the Clone Wars is in the kids show, she broke into someone's house and had them ingest nanobots that would explode from the inside out. Jeez. Yes. So, does that sound like a kid show to you guys, for all of you who are but out no, there I, saying the Clone Wars is a kid show? But no, it's a cartoon show. It has to but, be a kid show. But see, that's the thing about cartoons. Why don't you take a look at anime, or uh, Invincible, and tell me that that's a kid show. Yeah, but it's animated, so no adult could appreciate it. Because mm. no one, no adult can appreciate drawings! Exactly. Which I think uh, I think I told you about it. Which, Sorry if I yelled at you, anyone who's in headphones. Yeah, which uh, is kind of funny, because it's also a 3D animation. Kind of like The Incredibles. But isn't it funny? Because I think I told you about one of the Star Wars podcasts I was listening to. And how they were judging Clone Wars before they even watch it. Because they're like, oh, it's how a kid show. How do you judge it before you watch it? Well, be, their reason was, like everyone else, it was very stupid. It was, you know. Yeah. I, I'm not criticizing anybody for your but opinion. Except uh, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were Just basically saying. Because right. <laughs> uh, they were saying, well, because it's a... Uh, animated show and it looks like it's for kids because the clone wars movie that did bad was focused towards kids it's obviously going to be a kid show and but, to their credit it does give an appearance outwardly yeah to their credit because but it, you have to i'm a very big um look the factors yeah i'm a very big hey see something before you judge it you know what i mean right and you know what really if they were instead of if they were stopped you know judging before they even saw it there was two factors that they would have noticed right away that it probably wasn't going to be just a kid show yeah a toy sales yep so it was obviously going to cater towards children because that's what made lucas and lucas film so much money yeah to it's, do it's projects called good business and you can clearly tell that the force awakens wasn't for kids that's for sure because mm -hmm. that's some pretty brutal moments oh god um and on top of that the freaking weird rolling creatures. Well, no, what? not even that. Are you talking about the Droidicas? No, the in Force Awakens. 
The rolling, the rolling tentacle monsters that are on Han's big. Oh, rig. the Dathar, or the yeah, Rathars. Those oh, freaking I wasn't, things. I'm not even talking. That's I'm nightmare. Talk, I'm talking about pre-Disney. Okay. I'm talking about like Clone Wars. Stuff. Well, you said Force Awakens. Oh, did I? I meant yeah, Force Unleashed. Yeah, you said Unleashed. Force Awakens. Good I thing meant, I caught you there. I meant Force Unleashed. Sorry. No, you're okay. Um, that had some dark elements with the Rancors eating people and the Sarlacc and them torturing the Sarlacc for stuff too mm-hmm. by shoving uh the Empire shoved a big tunnel down its stomach and started hollowing it out and taking its nutrients. Um, sure. If you play the PS3 Mandalor- version, Mandalorian's clearly not a kid show. Yeah, because you made me just remember the horrifying, freaking uh, thing. Crate that- dragon. Yeah, they eat sarlaccs. How the hell? <laughs> right. What kind um, of dietary? <laughs> but I mean, even beforehand, there was the Force Unleashed before the Clone Wars came out and predating Disney. Mm-hmm. The other thing was it was on Cartoon Network, not Nickelodeon like this new Star Trek show for Captain Janeway is going to be. And hey, that one, I, I, I would be open to watching that with my nieces. I'd be open to watching it just in general because it's a hologram of her, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, not, it's not like it's an actual version of her, which makes me kind of excited. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely have a Star Trek talk and discussion episode, too, um, eventually. Um, but no, I really did want to address the fact, too, that like it's on Cartoon Network. And if you know Cartoon Network, which I believe, no, Ren and Stimpy were Nickelodeon. Yeah, That's that kind of destroys let... your whole theory, doesn't it? I will never wa- let my kids watch that. Well, Nickelodeon went through dark phase. Courage the Cowardly Dog definitely wasn't a kid Love show Love Courage the Cowardly Dog. Definitely not a kid show. Love it. Love but, it. No, Cartoon Network was known for its more vulgar, yeah. Yeah. more teen audience. Yeah, let's do the list. Uh, teen Titans definitely wasn't for kids. No, especially when Slade got in those later oh, seasons. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. The Adventures of Flapjack. Those that was just weird. Food. Like you have a chowder, chowder definitely. Chowder the was most innuendos mm-hmm. and some really horrifying imagery too. Like unlike SpongeBob, like oh, if SpongeBob's you, had. If you want to talk much. innuendos, because I still like watch some stuff. Um, because HBO Max has a bunch of stuff, so I was checking out some stuff that has voice actors that I like. Um, there's a show called Mighty Magiswords. Oh boy, Innuendo City. Innuendo well, Capital. Something that I'm going to assume is just a bunch of women with barely any working bikinis. No, it's like, it's supposed to, it's the same style of animation as like Flapjack and all that, but it's like all the swords they have have different, like, they look different on them, and it's like, oh. something Magitor, you know, and well, it's like. Wasn't it, isn't Cartoon Network also owned by Adult Swim? Yeah, well, they share, because, so. Or do they just so share Saturday the time Saturday and Sunday nights at midnight, Cartoon Network ends and Toonami starts, which is all anime. That's how, that's how me and my brothers watched anime back in the day, was we get a VHS out, I'm sure this is very entertaining, uh, and put it in and set the timer to record all of those shows. He what do you mean, v, v, or, uh, VHS. VHS or VH, or uh, VHR? No, VHS. Oh, okay. We would get a VHS and we put it in so it would record all those shows. He'd go in and uh, get rid of all the commercials. He'd edit out all the commercials with just a VHS. Think about that. And that's how we'd watch our anime. But then uh, Monday through Friday, once midnight hit, on Nickelodeon it was Nick at Night, which was like old sitcoms like freaking Roseanne and stuff like that. Yep. But now um, it's, uh, it's more modern stuff. But it, it's Adult Swim. 
on Cartoon Network, which I don't care what anybody says, that is definitely not for kids. <laughs> Adult it, Swim, no. Like, no, King of the Hill like, and that was definitely Robot no. Chicken, it would show Family Guy. Um, which uh, I remember when my dad would always, I tried not to get caught by my parents. What are you watching? No, nothing. That's, uh, nothing. Uh, science. Science. Oh, you poor kitties who are always stuck in the internet on your tablets. You'll never know what the, being a real adventurer is. Yeah. You will never know the journey. Of almost oh. getting caught watching things you weren't old enough to. <laughs> and fumbling with the remote to try to get shit, off the Shit, 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 shit. That's it hitting, that's, that is the sound of a remote hitting your hand while you fumble it with the air. While also, shit, shit, while also shit. turning up the volume by accent, so it's like, Lois, oh, what the hell oh, is happening? Oh, damn yeah. it, I didn't do, I mean, oh, oh no. <laughs> no, those were the days. I kind of missed those days, it was fun. Me too. It was so risky and you're like, oh. I'm an adult. You're like, I'm being a bad kid. I'm being one of the bad ones. (laughs) Exactly. I did something naughty, and then your parents will walk in. What are you watching? What do I hear up there? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Or the time that you accidentally stumble on Brazzers. Oh. The high channels. I never did that. I never did did that. So, I was watching the high channels on HD, because you remember that higher channels were HD. Mm -hmm. Well, eventually, I was channel surfing, and sure. it skipped a whole bunch and went to the adult pay-per-view jam. See, pay-per-view here's channels. what I remember. Here's what I remember stumbling upon back when I was a wee lad. I remember a little thing where, after, like, on regular network television, like, either in between infomercials or something like that, they would play ads for a little thing called... Girls Gone Wild. Oh, yeah, and uh, what was it? Playboy, uh... The Playboy Channel, yeah. Was it a Playboy Bunny? The Playboy Bunny House, where it had, like... Uh, It was a reality show based on Playboy models. The Bunny House, yeah. The Bunny House, yeah. Which, uh... God, that... I feel like uh, that has some very bad vibes. I'm not gonna compare it to anything right now. Yeah, and we're not... for For the sake of protecting the guilty, we're not gonna say what ages we were at. Yeah, I but, will. I will say that uh, it's it, it's about probably as bad as Jabba's palace was. Uh, that is something they expanded. <laughs> I still love that mo- yeah. monkey. Oh, uh, man, little I monkey don't rat remember. thing. Yeah. Uh, what was it? it? Had a very specific name, and it was a great name. Uh, monkey creature in Star Wars. Um, uh, well, it was a see... Kowakin monkey lizard. Yeah. Well, you see one of them on a spigot in the first episode of Mandalorian. I remember that. I know. I love Guys that. Grilled. And his friends are watching him in terror, like, ah! <laughs> I love that, to be honest, because he was annoying. Yeah. Um, here, uh, Solace Crumb laughing. Uh, yeah, Solace Crumb. That's that's one of my favorite names for a Star Wars cam- character. Yeah, and I'm trying to find his laugh, because I know we can't get copyrighted for that. I would can be... we not? Okay. No, I don't think we, if we can, because it's... Well, it's only a sound <laughs> clip, too. Yeah. How about uh, this? Um, look for... Yeah, okay, I, I like the I like the really long one though. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Oh, I can't. Oh, they didn't do it. I like the log one where he throws Luke and he goes. Ah! Ah! <laughs> that was yeah, so that great. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have the they have the Mandalorian one right here. I still remember. I still remember being so tense. Also, oh, they showed all the job ones and. Yeah! Yeah! You're not visually hearing this, but I do remember um, it being really tense because I rewatched it recently when um, C-3PO is, um, when, when 
the bounty hunter, quote unquote, in return brings in uh, Chewie in handcuffs and C-3PO's translating between them and Jabba. And they're like, he asks, like, why would you want uh, 30000 for this as opposed to, you know, what we asked for? And then they say something and in a terrified voice, C-3PO goes, because he's holding a thermal detonator! <laughs> oh, yeah, I love C-3PO. And everybody, like, oh! <laughs> yeah, I think this one. Yeah, this one. That all was right, great. Right. I, that, that's so great. I think we're fine for kind um, of thing, but yeah, yeah. So, man, I just, I love those little things. Um, but no. For um, good reason. Back to the Clone Wars 2. Uh, the reason that Beresafi, she did a whole bunch of heinous stuff that you would never see in a kid show. Um, but then, oh, yeah, believe it, she, when she finally came, um... <laughs> came clean with the council right before Ahsoka's sentencing. Um, basically, what ended up happening there was she came clean, which broke Ahsoka's heart because it was like they were best friends, they were sisters, and you yeah. basically just said, screw you, I'm going to frame you. Um, what really came along with that, too, was the fact that... Um, the reason she said she betrayed the Jedi, and somebody made a good point, I think it was Generation Tech, that said that the reason that Jedi also failed is because they were way too blunt. Yeah. If you did something dark, you were obviously a villain. And it's like, no. Same thing with superheroes. Like, you know, with Omni-Man. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing. Uh, go watch Invincible, guys. Omni-Man, uh, Homelander, Syndrome from The Incredibles. Like, there's... There's lines. There's lines. There's, there's, gray. there's, there's a reason that they are there. There's more than just the mustache twirling exactly. villain like you always like. Say. Like one of my favorite villains and one of my favorite points is from um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Vulture, of course, because one of my favorite things is when he's talking with Peter after finding out that he's definitely Spider-Man, and he's he says to him, "Listen, this is the last job. Like this is it. After it, I'm done and I'm clean forever." And Peter ends up deciding to still like go after him because in like terms of Peter, it's like, what you're still doing is bad and all that stuff. And as a kid, I definitely would have had that same mentality as well. But as an adult, I'm going to be honest here. I would have let him go. Like it's Tony Stark. I'm sure all that shit is insured. Like he'll be fine. It's kind of like a, <laughs> like it's kind of like a Disney situation. I would have been like last one, huh? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of for me, it's kind of like a, disney situation well and part of me also <laughs> feels like the reason he did it peter did it deep down was because like oh i'm gonna do it i'm gonna save mr stark stuff and he'll give me the suit back and i'll like i'll have right. my honor or whatever and it's i'm like, pretty sure he only did it for himself it wasn't yeah that. it was, it was the right selfish reasons it was selfish reasons i don't know but we can both agree on that as adults looking at the world through not the not the like white and black but the gray which yeah they really should have made that movie which we'll definitely do an mcu discussion i think that's what they really should have done instead of trying to push a relatable next generation agenda yeah because if they really would have organized that there's a it still would have brought a lot of generations They're still just together. pissed that the movie opened with vlogging <laughs> it that really turned me off of it. it i know you know to be honest that made me decide too when i make films what not to do <laughs> 
it really was cringy and it really turned me off because I felt like it was more of an mm-hmm. attack on Look what out. people do nowadays. And it's like, no, not all of us do. You're generalizing what teenagers do now. Look out, VHS. Noah doesn't like your format. <laughs> VHS. Okay, not everybody with a cell phone <laughs> pretends that there's some sort of noir person. Ah. It's a bro, but like, hey, it's home. No yeah. one, no one does that. I do. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> you but I mean, you, you get what I mean. Yeah, I do. No not normal everybody. person. We're, we are way far from normal. Mm. Yeah, like your average person is not gonna post that like to YouTube. It just felt like a bunch of satire that didn't need to be there, and it was kind he of. He didn't like, post like, it. <laughs> Happy told him he couldn't post any of it. Watch it. You really? It's Peter. Come on. He'll post it after his identity is like. He'll. You know he what? Didn't you post know what? It, but he. You know what we'll see. You know what we'll see in twenty years when they inevitably have another Avengers movie and Peter gets killed off because he wants hit him the actor wants to do other stuff. I doubt that's gonna happen. If they I, killed off RDJ, who started the universe, I don't. He put wanted it, to leave, though. Yeah, I feel like at some point Tom Holland's going to want to do other things. That's just being an actor, man. I, I Chris Hemsworth and wants him, to stay him too. being a spider, him being Spider Man in his forties. That's got to look pathetic. You know what I mean? Like, just from my perspective, because like, listen, look at all the iterations of Spider Man. He's always a young guy. You know, maybe that's something we'll see with Toby. Like the only, but that's something ballsy that hasn't been done. Yes, it has. When has it really been done other than, like, the daughter of Spider-Man? Into the Spider-Verse. He's fat! <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go. But that was still fun! You can't it tell me seeing 40-year-old Peter. It was fun, but it's, again, like, it's not... It's no longer heroic at, at that point. It's kind of just like, you know... Like I said, I don't know. But I feel like that's something that would happen if the MCU goes as long as they want it to go, which is eternity. I feel like Spider-Man will... sacrifice to do that and i feel like that's when that vlog of him originally filming is going to be put on youtube (laughs) i feel like you know (laughs) that's my thought venturing too far into mcu theories but sure i think that they're and gonna end up like uh i don't think they necessarily have to kill him off but i think they might find a way for him to kind of retire retire i think would be more the thing because i mean i'm pretty sure that's what they're well, gonna they do killed for... off spider-man in the ultimate universe and that's how we got miles but i think that's also like how they're why they're opening the remember because remember sony is incorporating mm-hmm. which they've already said this so there's no way it's not gonna happen yeah um they're opening their um doors to spider-verse stuff well to multiverses yeah and that's why they're doing that Mm-hmm. So in case their main one ends, they can do other stuff. But I'm just saying, I feel like at a point, everyone's either going to get written or killed off. Oh yeah, I, I, I believe that. And if the, at this point, if there is any character who in 20 years would make a Tony Stark RDJ-esque sacrifice, it'd be Peter. Oh yeah. Because it's, it's kind of a passing I mean, of the torch, the student becoming the master type Chris, situation for Chris me. Chris Hemsworth... I, I, I believe that man. I believe Sebastian Stan. I don't They're... believe Chris Hemsworth's going to stay for another 20 years, though. <laughs> no, I, I think he might take a break, but eventually come back. Yeah, I'd love, you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see a future thing where, like, the young Avengers are now just the Avengers. So, like, they're all in their 20s and adults, and they're like, we got to go see Odin, and it's Thor. <laughs> right. Well, see, that's kind of the thing with Star Wars. I don't think Mark Hamill would have completely walked away. I mean, the only reason I think that they didn't put him... Because they got Billy D. Williams to do voiceovers for the expanded universe stuff. Like yeah. the radio dramas. 
I think the only reason is because they didn't want to pay Mark Hamill the money. And even if Mark Hamill would have done it, they still would have been like, okay, well, why is he getting paid this much? And right. people would have been like, well, we want Harrison Ford back, and we know how Harrison Ford feels, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, exactly. Luke, I'm pretty sure Mark Hamill would have played Luke all these years and then just taken a break to do Joker and other stuff and came back. Yeah. I don't think so any actor really, really wants to quit a role unless they're really just dead set on not being remembered for certain things. but Or just, you know, right. tired of the association. Who knows? Right. Um. But the thing with Parasofi, too, going back to that, is that she just found the Jedi to be vulgar. They didn't care. They were so caught up mm-hmm. in a war, and she blamed them for starting and continuing the war, which was not true. Mm-hmm. That's what Palpatine wanted. Yeah, that was part of his manipulation. But they were so focused with their dogmatic views. They didn't notice. Which, <laughs> yeah, which that is why I applaud Dooku, and that's why I say Palpatine did deserve to win. He did not deserve to torture everybody and do all the heinous things he did with the Empire. Right. But I do believe Palpatine deserved to win that one. Yeah. And I do believe that the older Jedi, not the younglings, mm-hmm. deserve to maybe get slaughtered. Yeah. So they could wake up and be like, hey... This Our is way what... of doing it isn't working. Yeah, because try something else. The older public is still part of expanded universe continuity, the game. Mm-hmm. And if you remember with Malak, yeah. he led the Sith invasion on the temple. Yes. He literally walked through the front door mm-hmm. after just killing all these guys quickly and took a bounty hunter and his wife. Yeah. And then they had a Sith, there's a cinematic of it. He crashed. Uh, his Sith cruiser into there, and then it opens up the door, and he's just and there. all of a sudden, no, Malik oh, turns on his lightsaber, and all of a sudden behind him, you see all these red lightsabers start shooting up, <laughs> and you're like, I think I've seen that, yeah. They're just in there, like, oh, World is- Star, fine, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this is epic. Um, yeah, so they all start slaughtering the Jedi, and the name of the cinematic is called Deceived. Um, but the Jedi all got their asses handed to them very severely yeah. but that's the thing about the jedi they they're so focused on their religion and doing things that that's why the old republic was such a bloody gruesome time sure and why a lot of people like revan defected so what you're saying is you wouldn't want to be a jedi if you were in this universe i would be gray and george lucas can say whatever he wants there's such thing as dark jedi and gray jedi no one is purely evil i think if that's really the ear if that's really the iteration of star wars yeah there's no good there is there's no, no all good, all bad. Yeah, and that's there's why I hate that he was like, there's no such thing as gray or dark Jedi, and why they're trying to say that over at Disney, and I'm like, no, there is, though. Cause, um, Maybe in not not in the universe he originally envisioned, but here's the thing, yeah. man, other people have taken it, and, you know... Yeah, and that's why I don't care what Disney says, because, again, what is Ahsoka? Why would she have white lightsabers then? Because you've already established that those are just Force users. Mm-hmm. And Ahsoka's not bad, and she's not just a general Force user. She's, she's still working she's, with the alliance. She's clearly a she's clearly a you know good character. I mean, she's you know yeah. protecting the village and and in alternative universe continuity when within the Mandalorian when she goes to get Grogu, yeah. she knows that he wants him to train to be a Jedi and she wants to train him in the ways of a Jedi. So it's not like she's just like oh I'm a Force user but I don't believe in the Jedi and I'm not going to send you to Luke Skywalker. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, does she know of Luke's existence? Yeah, she's the one who sent him there. No, she said. She didn't say Luke specifically. No, she, she said no. if she touches well, the thing and reaches out with the Force, a Jedi, another Force oh, yeah, might true. answer. Well, so I don't she, think she knows Luke exists. No, she 
she does. Maybe not at that time, but she does know that Luke exists. Maybe she they did confirm him, it. Maybe she doesn't know him by name, but maybe she just knows she, a powerful Jedi. In one of their novels, they confirm that she does know Luke Skywalker. I, okay. Yeah, because she knew him. Because she did. She know. She knew him because this. Remember, this is five years after he blew up the Death Star, and everybody knew the Skywalker name after that. Does she know who he is, though? Who he is, though? Yeah, I believe they met. I believe in one of their comics or their books, if I remember right. Yeah, they did. Meet. So she knows that she knows her, and she her. knows Leia. Yeah, she knows the Master's son. Okay. Yeah. Well, also, it's kind of hard because she senses a lot of things. I think with Anakin, there, there's a novel about her too that I really want to get. Mm-hmm. That Disney did. I'm really sad that they're not going to give her the expanded universe. I feel like they could have worked simultaneously, but, you know. Yeah, what are you going to do? You know, I'm still glad that they're respecting her and putting her on there instead of just kind of throwing her out there. But, yeah. no, Ahsoka, eventually, because she's also, spoiler, walked away from the Jedi Order as well, right after Beresafi, because she took that to heart. But she also said, you guys were so quick to pin the blame on me, and you didn't even back down. You yeah. just said the Force told you that. And that goes to show that your heads were so far up your asses and your beliefs. Not that what you're she willing said to verbatim, let... but you know. That's basically what she said, though, with how she explained it. She yeah. didn't say that verbatim, but it's like, you guys had your head so shoved far up your ass that you were willing to let an innocent person, and for what more, a paddle one, take the fall for mm-hmm. a crime she didn't even commit. Yeah. And that's really pathetic. Like... You know? It is, sincerely. Um, um, are we... I think we're running a little low on time. Yeah. Fortunately, Because this has been a riveting conversation. Yeah, which say. is kind of nice. And eventually we'll do... Eventually we will do more, but... Um, yeah. And we kind of went over, but yeah, if you guys want to check out the Expanded Universe, there's a lot of good content. To yeah. name quickly some of the books you can yeah, read... Yeah, li- list some authors, for sure, so they yeah. can look specific. Wall's going to give them the specific book titles uh to get them started yeah that's yeah good. if you guys want to take yeah. a look at for sure uh let's see here shatterpoint uh clone wars no prisoners stealth siege republic commando uh true colors there's a couple of other true uh, um uh republic commando which was also based off the game of clone yeah, i was Troopers. gonna say the, that game's great yeah those the, the republic commando by kieran travis Karen Miller did the Clone Wars ones, which I'm trying to double check here just to see if it's the young adult ones or if it's the actual novels. Right. It's more of the young adult, but they're still definitely worth a read mm-hmm. if you can do them. Um, Shatterpoint is the novel. Then there is also uh, MedStar 1 and 2, which are very good that you guys should te- check out. Michael Reeves, who did the Death Star novel, had a hand in that. Uh, Yoda Dark Rendezvous. Uh, by Sean Stewart is a really good one that I've heard of. Uh, Shatterpoint actually goes into Mace Windu's history, and it's by Matthew Stover, so you guys should definitely take a look. And I think Star Wars Theory interviewed him. That's cool. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so those are a couple of good ones if you guys really want to get into the uh, series of the Clone Wars for at least the Expanded Universe. There's a lot of good stories. Please don't let, just because Disney is making their new timeline, let that interfere with you checking out the old timeline and seeing where a lot of the inspiration did come from. Yeah. Because a lot of inspiration did come from it. Um, and then if I have to make one more recommendation, uh, the two novels I would recommend are Kenobi uh, by uh, John Jackson Miller <coughs> and Sorry. Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader by James Luceno. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then following those, there are these cool novels called Coruscant's Knights, the Coruscant Knight trilogies, following a Jedi named Jax. And then there is the Last Jedi, which is a novel in the expanded universe that concludes that tale um, of that trilogy and focuses more on um, Jax Pavin's uh, being basically the last Jedi at the time around to take on Darth Vader and Palpatine. Why do I know the name Last Jedi? Isn't there something else that has that same name? Yeah, there's the movie, but there was the original before oh, right. that came out. Yeah. The Last Jedi, which yeah. they literally took verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um, the Last Jedi was a novel that originally came out that focused on uh, Jax Pavin. So okay. It is the uh, fourth Coruscant's Night trilogy, but it is a standalone follow-up to the series when it was done. Okay. So. If you guys want to check that out, those are some really good ones. Republic Commando, Coruscant Knights Trilogy, uh, and then the Shatterpoint, Dark, Yoda, Dark Rendezvous, Med Star 1 and 2. Um, those and we'll put all ones. these in the description, the title. Yeah, for you guys to recommend for uh, different eras. Um, so yeah, and then... That's about it. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. It's always kind of fun to have these general conversations, even though we go on tangents. You said that last time. But Verbatim, you said that last time. It's true, but I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, this is don't, true. Don't, I'm so. sorry, don't get no, angry. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying, hey, it is true. Like, um, okay. Cool. Great. You got that Tobey Maguire look, though. I know. You do. It's awesome. It's fantastic. <laughs> kind of like Shadow Buff. If you only you guys could see him right now, he literally looks like Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3. No, it's freaking fine. <laughs> Still love you, Mary Jack. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> no why <laughs> well on that note yeah on that horrific this note. has been a star wars episode of film nerds hour yeah uh with uh the wonderful amazing nathaniel shoemaker and the fantastic and talented noah sweeto and we will all see or hear you guys in the next episode next time bye